to Films of the Women of My Life. My name is Brandon, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> and Mama Kay. Boop, beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, beep, boop. Oh no, what happened to Mama Kay? Beep, boop. You should be saying, oh, oh actually, no, I get what you're doing. I was going to say, you could be saying, um, <laughs> tonight we're doing Lightyear. Lightyear mm. is the newest Pixar movie. Always doing Pixar, always talking about it. You know we all like most of their stuff. Although it seems I would I would gauge in the past cu- couple somewhat declining reactions. We did a we did Turning Red, which I liked, and you guys didn't like so much. We did Luca, which I think we were all like, yeah, good, not great. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone except for Nicole loved Soul, and then everyone except for Nicole didn't love Onward. So as far as the past <laughs> four movies i'd say uh, one to two successes kind of and kind of a mixed bag i don't know usually they're out of the park hitting nothing yeah. but home runs and they've been uh, slowing down a bit perhaps and uh, we are at light year now which is part of their cash cow their most successful franchise uh it's a spin-off of the toy story series it's an origin story for buzz Lightyear, based and this is at the very beginning of the movie they tell you it's uh it's his like the movie that andy would have seen that made him want to get the toy in the first place so this is supposed to be a movie that came out in 1995 in the pixar universe um so anything that i haven't mentioned going into it and you guys anticipating light year you excited for it yeah i was waiting for that gay kiss oh yeah (laughs) get the gay kiss in there i I didn't even think you and i both you and I both came out like, did we miss it? I don't think I remember seeing it. And then I think we kind of both were like, oh, I think it might have happened in the one Because it was so montage. fucking insignificant to the story that literally never had to have even been said. But the fact that it caused such an uproar, I needed to know. And it was so small that we missed it. You missed it? I don't remember it either. Nicole and I both didn't even remember. What? We walked out and uh, Nicole said, I didn't see any gay kiss in there. I'm like... Oh, I didn't even think about that. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh I was like, gosh. "Yeah, I guess she's got the wife, so they must have kissed during a flashback." And she was, and you were like, "Oh, the yeah, montage. maybe." Yeah, the yeah, during the yeah, montage. Yeah, so, but no, I didn't even didn't even register. My, we were my so game. unfazed by said gay kiss that it literally didn't matter. The one that caused, I'm sure, yeah, it's marketing department cancellations. And, yeah, yeah, c- country ambassadors fucking losing country bands. Like, I didn't even realize. Could, couldn't even tell you when it But happened. that was all that I really knew about it. Gay kiss. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was all. I didn't know. I didn't know very much. All right. Yeah. I knew, I knew a lot. I knew a fair amount of, um, not, not maybe not so much the, I knew the basic storyline and, but I, did, I actually didn't know anything about a gay kiss until probably (laughs) right before the premiere which was what a week and a half ago two weeks ago something like that by the time you hear this as of a recording yeah yeah so i was like once i heard about that i kind of heard about that the same time i I was hearing like numbers come in for how uh how it was performing and the um and reviews that were coming in and i was like what is going on here and then uh, I was like, oh, okay, so this is an actual thing. People are actually outraged by this. I mean, of course, there are going to be foreign countries that are going to be like, nope, not in my country. But um, It's funny you say that. I'm sorry to cut you off. But you no. say other countries, and the first um, top news story is a United States state that had to put a warning in front of the movie for the gay scene. So and what uh, east, southeast state was this? Do I do I name Alabama? drop? Is uh, an Oklahoma theater? Uh, an Oklahoma Midwest theater has well, a warning problem, sign in the front. You know, the maybe they're not strong readers, so you know, <laughs> if they if they don't know. You know, it could hurt them. Negative. While spending years attempting to return home, marooned space ranger Buzz Lightyear encounters an army of ruthless robots commanded by Zerg who are attempting to steal his fuel source. You could go with a lot of different definitions because I have another one that's a legendary space ranger. Buzz Lightyear embarks on an intergalactic adventure alongside ambitious recruits Izzy, Moe, Darby, and his robot companion Socks. Uh, You could do a (laughs) bunch of different ones, but, uh, you know. Interesting. 
that's about. I mean, even even some of that feels a little too spoilery for my taste. So if you haven't seen Lightyear, it's in theaters before we go into any real meaty, juicy spoilers. Seventy five percent of Rotten Tomatoes with a higher audience score. IMDb's at a five three. That's uh, which is very low for Pixar. We yeah. talk about why, other than the gayness. We always know that uh, people will attack things for any dumb reason they can. And uh, anything else? People are in it. Now we'll talk about that. Uh, director Angus McLean. He was a co-director on Finding Dory. He did the animation piece. Um, and then he's been an animator on Pixar since Bugs Life, I think. So he's he's been a long time guy. He's worked his way up the totem pole. Finally... Someone over there let him take take one for himself. So well, he did Toy he Story did, of Terror too, or to, to, Toy Story of Terror. He's done a couple of sh- some of their shorts. Uh, yeah, he did oh, Bernie, like uh, Toy Story, yeah, and Toy Story of Terror and Toy Story Tunes Small Fry. So he's done some of their uh, shorts. Um, yeah, so yeah. he's not a stranger so he, to the Toy Story universe. So he's not a stranger, no, or or any of this. Like he's he's you know he's been with right. Pixar for twenty years. Plus, so As a veteran do. just never made it to the top, and now he's the top. He's got the top, top villain, so good for him. Uh, Lightyear theaters spoiling now. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, a space ranger in Star Command, and his commanding officer and best friend Alicia Hawthorne. Uh, they're exploring a planet. It's called Takani Prime, uh, and they got their new recruit, Featherring Hemstein Stan. <laughs> Which is a joke in the movie. Why? Because it is indeed hard to say. I don't know. A couple what? chuckles. Because the character of Buzz in the original movies is kind of like a meat, a thick. He's kind of thick-headed. Like he doesn't yeah, really like. He's meaty. Yeah. So that this this kind of plays into that. I think gives him a ch- gives us a chance to remember that that type of Buzz. Uh, Buzz uh, and uh, Buzz is taken off from the planet. It's inhospitable because of all these big creatures and that are attacking them. So they're trying to escape, fly away, and Buzz is unsuccessful. He crashes the ship, um, and it awakens. They gotta wake up all these people who are in hypersleep on the ship, and now. Instead of going to wherever they were going to go, they are now stuck on this planet, and the whole movie takes place on or around the planet that they're marooned on at the beginning. They spend years there. Buzz is uh, testing hyperspace things, uh, but every time he tests a hyperspace loop he does, like around a, a neighboring sun, uh, it takes four years off of uh, everyone, or not everyone else's life, four years pass in what feels like a matter of minutes to him. So every time he does this test, comes back, four years have gone by, and things change. And he keeps trying, and it keeps not working. And eventually, all the people he knew on the place originally, including his uh, best friend Hawthorne, uh, they age out, they die, generations come and go. Uh, and then finally, on a, he finally gets a successful test, and he comes back, and things are... It's even more time has gone by, things are even more different. Um, there's a robot invasion going on, and uh, he has to team up with Hawthorne's granddaughter, uh, as well as a couple other misfitty characters, uh, to try to save the people, stop the robots. Um, and yeah, it's all about Buzz learning that no man is an island, and he needs friends and help sometimes. So yeah. that's Lightyear. Uh, Mama K, what'd you think of Lightyear? Um... So, I can't imagine that Andy would buy the Buzz Lightyear toy based on him watching this movie, because it just doesn't seem, the movie, if it's based in 1995, and all, well, it's based in 1995, even though it covers like 70 years, um, just I don't know. It doesn't seem very 1995-ish. Like, it doesn't feel like that kind of... Things were a little bit cornier and weirder um, in 1995. Um, that also helps the movie a little bit because this doesn't have the... Uh, the all the colors, everything in it are just so muted and kind of i'm going to use a nicole word they're boring like i don't understand why the planet <laughs> has, to, word? Boring. <laughs> has to look like this like uh, why uh, it's unfortunate um story wise i think it's a good story for us to learn this about buzz lightyear i mean i think uh i think when we know him as a toy he is you know like you're saying pretty thick and kind of just you know 
all about, you know, everything, everything is all about him. And when the toy comes out and everything is all about him, even though Buzz makes this journey in the movie, how is that really a representation of the Buzz that's in the Has, movie? It, it totally negates his yeah like, his journey and his personality in the in the original Toy Story. He is a totally different person in Lightyear. He is he is at the end. I gotta for push sure. back on some of that. I think he's I don't know if he is I in think... the beginning, but I think at the end he he well we're supposed to believe he is. How's that? We're supposed to believe that he's made this journey. And that he's and he's become less um, self self centric and, and egocentric. Um, so, yeah, I think yeah. Well, I think the Buzz toy. If if we're comparing Buzz toy to end of the movie Buzz, I think pretty. I think I don't know. I thought he's pretty personality wise close on. You think so? I mean, I, f- I feel like in the in when he's in Toy Story, and maybe I'm thinking. You know, I when I harken back to Toy Story, I go back to the OG. Like I don't. Well, that's what I I'm suppose... thinking of too. I'm comparing the oh, original. Okay, okay. Well, I'm just thinking it was was there something that I missed in the next three Toy Stories where he? I know he evolved. I know there was an evolution for for him, but um, and that's that's fine. But I'm hearkening back to the first Toy Story where he was, you know, where he was really unaware that he took Woody's place and that Woody was a whiny crybaby about it. He wasn't <laughs> so. <laughs> he wasn't interested in any of the toys help when he arrived in the first one and no. by the end of the last one he's got a whole crew. Right. So if we're looking at a total buzz evolution, I guess I can be I can be persuaded that yes, we sort of see that whole thing but instead of in four movies we see it in, you know, less than 2 hours. I feel like movie. I don't know. I feel like number one, Buzz in Toy Story one mirrors this Buzz pretty well. But I go go on. No, okay. I'll, I'll defend it on my own time. No, I'm good. I'm 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 good. That's where I, that's kind of where I want to start. That that's I, I brought a lot into this movie, and I think if I, I if I would have just approached it as this is a Buzz origin story, I might have I might have different things to say. I think it's a different approach. Um, for them to state that this is the movie that Andy saw that captivated him. Um, I would have never have viewed this as a movie that a child was watching. Like in 1995. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that is true. I 100% agree with both of you on that. Yeah, it does not feel like a 1995 movie. There's very little throwback to like, ni- there's the one time that Buzz is trying to make something work and he pulls it out and he blows in it like you would, you know, like a in yeah. Yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that for me, good. that was about it. There was no hearkening back to music. There's none of that. So sorry. Sorry, Nicole. If we, no, 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 it's okay. I agree. If we wanted it to, to recreate that feeling, it has to look more like the toy story from 1995. Like something has to just relate because he's not watching this, detailed realistic animated film it's gonna look like original pixar i don't know oh you want Um, it to look like toy story too like i don't want it to look like that but i i'm not grasping the correlation well i think to them this looks like their live action to like this looks like pixar worlds like yes like this would be their somewhere between a star wars and a michael bay movie right it's not a it's Buzz Lightyear was a real person as opposed to a toy. So he was, they're watching real, a realistic version of this in 1995. Yeah. He's like an Indiana Jones or whatever, but in space yeah. or whatever you want. To, yeah. Okay. Cause I'm like thinking of like brave little toaster. Like <laughs> this stuff. goes to Mars, two different looking things here, but anywho, uh, so I, say, I don't think Andy's watching an animated film in their universe. I think he's watching a live action film. I think. Okay. Okay. I mean, Pixar has so many things that it tinkers with. They couldn't have made something live action then to explain that, but whatever. I'm not ready. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, not ready. The, the story itself, what we're what we're watching, um, it's kind of boring in the beginning. Oh, um, see, called it. <laughs> the, Using your the, the repetition the repetition of the four years after four years after four years 
I, I was tired of, of watching him do that. I did like the montage of watching Alicia slip away from him um, and her grow up and have her family and the gay kiss. Woo woo. And then, um, you know, setting up what we needed for the, the, the granddaughter. I really liked that part. But I don't know why I felt like I was watching it for four years. <laughs> uh, to have it, to keep watching him fail. Like, I don't know. That was, that was just a lot. So I have to say that was probably the most, the worst part of the movie for me. I, I like, I like it as we go on. Um, I'm so glad that they didn't drag this out to be longer than what it was. Cause that would have been painful. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to say too much about what I feel yet until we talk about more things. Yeah. But, um, an interesting, interesting concept for them to to re- relate this the way they did to the Toy Story franchise. I don't think people were expecting this, and I certainly don't think that this is any sort of child's movie. No, not like a. I don't know. I think it's pretty close to any like, I don't think I I think there was like 8% of the words in there that I didn't even understand what they were saying. <laughs> well, at one point it is a time travel movie, so as soon and as the, fucking time that travel. started happening, you turned <laughs> me and like I shit. fucking hate you were vitriol all of a sudden. Oh, I fucking hate the time travel. You're so stupid. I never understand okay, what I didn't saying. really get that intense in the movie theater. Oh, you got intense. You were like very upset. You were very upset. I and the children and I started said, crying and going, Mommy, why yeah, is so they turned mad? the lights on. They, they hand-locked <laughs> me. time travel. <laughs> escorted me out. I had to fucking watch from the window. Oh. Yeah. yeah no, a, I don't like a, time travel movies. No, I have to so. have an eight-year-old come explain to you what happened in an endgame so that, uh, you know. <laughs> you had an eight? You had a what? I was making a joke at how easy time travel is to understand, and somehow you don't get it. Still, you do, you can't laugh either. Okay, you don't understand. You don't None have of you. To have no one understands multiverse. It's so easy. Anymore. It's not difficult. Cool. It really is. You don't have it's to have me concepts. on the reviews anymore if you don't want to hear my opinion. I do want to hear your opinion, I, but I want to make fun of it. <laughs> Brandon, what did you think? Um, without talking uh, about the, time travel, <laughs> this, I wish I could time travel back to not being on this fucking episode. <laughs> Oh, come on now. <laughs> the uh, what are they saying? Thank you for being here. Did you have more to say? I thought I feel like I cut you off there with the. No, I don't. <laughs> no she said she was going to hold it close to her cards, close to or okay, her okay. cards, close to her. Uh, it's all right. It's the, where this doesn't work is like it. It's tie-ins to Toy Story and like be. Yeah. It, they made, they shot themselves in the foot saying like this is the movie Andy watched. No, it wasn't. This is very clearly not a movie. We already said ninety five doesn't make sense. Right. It and if we're just talking like like there's just a million things about this movie that like they, they wouldn't have done that in nineteen ninety five. It's just not believable. Um, but that's fine because you know that's not the like the things that they only got was like the you said the blowing on the cartridge. The tech is not bad. Like the tech is like kind of like pre-smartphone tech that's really what you got to compare it to is like oh like they like are things physical devices like are there like they, they did okay with that at one point he draws on the on his like windshield thing right so like right to, so, so they had some couple of couple of points um and then the but the big i mean bigger problem if you compare it to the toy story universe is that it creates unnecessary plot holes for the other movies at like that you know if you you have it, it would be better if this were nothing it would be better if this were like in dc universe where they have the joker movie and it ties to nothing and like all the the other jokers and the other batman have nothing to do with this joker the walking phoenix one they would have been better off doing that because now you got all right not only is this movie i don't buy that andy watched it but like None of the other characters were toys out there. No one, no kid wanted Boots the space cat. I don't, I find that hard to believe. That is, I find that very, Boots. Oh, socks, whatever, you know, you put them on your feet. And yeah, no one wanted that. Like, and I think I saw the director said something like, oh, he, and he did want it, but it was sold out everywhere because it was like a really popular toy. It was, he compared it to some other. 
bad, bad, like bad choice there. And then when we get to the Zerg reveal, that is not. I guess it's canon now, but that is not what it was in my favorite Pixar movie. Exactly. My favorite Pixar movie, for those who know, is Toy Story 2. And um, Zerg is, I think that's the only one Zerg has a pretty prominent role. And uh, it uh, pretty much undoes all of that. So I just, that's not the movie, because that's that's the stuff outside the movie. All those things. It's like, uh, the rest of the universe, 1995. No, no. That's not outside of the movie because if we if you're gonna put us into this world right. that we're watching it like Andy, we need to have the storyline right. We can't have we yes. can't have Zerg being X and then Zerg being Y later on. Like that does not I, work. Well, I agree with you. Us, I don't know why they chose to do it yeah, that way. It's they told stupid. us at the very beginning of the movie that this and and these are these are some of the conversations that need to be had. Like, why did they feel like they needed to do that? Why did they feel like they needed to justify this in that manner? Why? Yeah, no one made them what, what make it this way. Trying they could have made anything with light with this exactly. I don't understand. I I'm trying to figure out what their motivation is. Why they're trying to force this so hard. Um, there's a couple things like that in here that I'm like I'm very confused. Did you stay for all of the? I know uh, that's a post credit scene, but no, we did not stay. Um, okay, so that might color your Zerg situation. So, because there right. are th- uh, well, we'll, actually we'll three talk about that later scenes. on. So Th- there's three. All right, all right, we'll talk about that later on when you you yeah. tell you fill us in with the Zerg information later. Okay, movie itself, movie itself as an origin story again. Not origin story is also not my favorite thing. I don't really love origin stories mm-hmm. because. I don't. I don't care. It'd convey your information about a character in five minutes in one scene. Don't tell me. Just made over it like a day in a day in his life. Like you know what I'm saying. Like just a just an act- activity that he did before was well, the beginning. Save this planet. I, I think the beginning does a good idea of establishing who he is, who Hawthorne is, their importance. Like I think yeah. it started off solid. I was surprised they went the route of we're going to be stuck on this planet the whole time. I'm like, and they don't really talk about like, oh, like what happened to the old place we came from? Like we're space rangers, but like what happened to Star like and Star Command? And like you've been here by the end of the movie over like a hundred years. Like right. what happened to what you were? And then they become a new thing. And I'm like, okay, like I, I need some I need some gaps filled in. And it, this movie d- destroys world building already preset in the Toy Story franchises sets up all the stuff in their own universe and I don't, but I don't really feel a sense of time or place. Um, and then like the, and then uh, the core of the movie is a lot of, uh, buzz is like, I don't need your help. I can do it myself. You're just getting in my way. I I need to correct my mistakes. There's no, no mistakes. He's very, and this is why I say when we talk in character, buzz falls in line with who I pictured him being. He's hard headed. He speaks in long winded phrases. Um, the way he describes things like, uh, what, what he always called like slinky dog, weird names. He would be like, right. he would be like a oh, spring, spring loaded dog, like creature. Like he would, like, he has like these long <laughs> and he did that kind of stuff in this too. And I always thought of Buzz as a guy who like thought of himself first, but like his, he's a mission oriented guy. Like all he wants in Toy Story one is to go back to star command. And the same thing here, he needs to correct his mistake and get everyone home. Um, so as a character, he, I, he played out, as I expected him and the story's okay. The story's okay, but with everything else surrounding it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't work in as a cohesive piece, which is the, the worst, the worst part about this is that it doesn't work as a cohesive piece. It's a fine, it's, it's lower tier Pixar, which is already, you know, it's still a decent movie, but like, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. And that's kind of irritating. When I first heard about this, I was, and this was early, early stages. And, I was under the impression that it was going to be actually a movie about like an actual person, like, like a, like a, a Sally like Ride. Like Buzz Aldrin or, or like Neil Buzz, Armstrong? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like it was going to be about that. It wasn't going to be a movie that Andy saw, that it was going to be somebody that he, you know, that the country suddenly admired because of something that happened, you know? And so when uh, so you thought Buzz Lightyear was like a Neil Armstrong action figure, I thought, <laughs> well, I thought Buzz Lightyear is a Buzz Lightyear action figure, but I think in, I'm, I'm thinking like in Andy's world, he doesn't have to have the same people that we have in our world. So it could have been somebody like a Buzz Aldrin or somebody like a Sally Ride, but not those people. So 
I, I initially, when I found, when I heard that it was going to be about the movie that he saw, which again was really close to um, when the premiere happened, I was more like, oh, I don't know, because I really did have the same problems. I had the same concerns that you had that this is, they're going to have a hard time making this fit into a really fleshed out world that everybody, I mean, most people are like the four Toy Story movies are it. That's, you know, when you say Pixar, that that's what you're talking about. Um, so it, it's, it was concerning. And I think that all, everything that I was really worried about is exactly what played out here. Um, I, I liked the characters. I liked, um, I liked how he had this little, you know, ragtag fugitive fleet. I like, I, they had to have the whole, he's going for four, you know, he's going to be gone for four years every time he does this to show the actual, you know, how long this was taking and to, to progress time and, and to get us to, to get us to the granddaughter. Um, and then the fir- my first thought is when we get to the granddaughter and he realized, and he knows that it's been this long. And when he comes back this last time and, and the, uh, the, the, you know, head the chief guy. There. Yeah. Oh, and the the, head the chief, new Hawthorne. No, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the head guy. chief yeah. is like, nope, uh, we're all done with this. And you we're know, scrapping thanks, that program. Thanks you for know, your service there. You know, light year, but no, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. So when, you know, when, then when that happens, it's, it kind of, uh, okay, what are we, what are we going to do at this point? And then the movie just sort of runs itself and you know that it's going to play out strangely. And it's got these, it's got this, this, these new characters that are coming, coming on. And, and he, you know, he, he's not the Buzz Lightyear that, you know, isn't, he takes them on begrudgingly a little bit at first, but he does. And, and even with socks, all, you know, everything is not what he wants, but he actually, you know, he accommodates for it, which I, I appreciate. Um, I wish the side characters were funnier. Um, I, I wanted there to be a little bit more humor. I, they were all supposed to be humorous, but I don't know. I wasn't getting that a lot. Um, the, the convict probably was the funniest for me. Um, so yeah, there's Izzy, the granddaughter. It's Kiki Palmer, and then Mo Morrison, who is Taika Waititi. Uh, Darby Steele is the older person. That's Dale Souls, and then Peter Son is the voice of Socks. Yeah, and Socks steals the movie. I mean, Socks is great fun, and everybody's gonna now want a Socks. Let's be honest about this. Um, Socks is a, sh- is a shameless toy plug that works better than it should. Socks should suck, but Socks is not bad. Socks it's is legitimately funny. the BB-8 of this movie. Like, I have no reason to want a BB-8 ever, but... Yeah, it should be, like, not good and, like, not... Yeah. And, like, uh, it's obvious what you're doing. Like, you're just making a, a funny thing for kids to buy, but, like, eh, Socks is pretty funny. Like, as, yeah. as far as, like, the group goes, I think, you know, Socks has got good good little bits. He, yeah, he's, 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 he's a good guy. Um... And I, and I think they He's all, they all work well together. Um, but I think there's a, there's the place, there's the point where you're right. Everybody's been on that planet for so long. And I started thinking to myself, what, what are these people going to go back to? It's sort of like after the snap in, you know, in game, it's, it, you have all these people that even if they went back to their original planet, they've never been there. All the people that they would be related to are dead, you know. Yeah, who knows I, if the other planets the same? Like it's a hundred years have passed. They could have had a political upheaval. Like the galaxy could be a totally different place. Yeah, they could be in the middle of a pandemic. Who knows? So, um, so yeah. So I was like, they're gonna have to live. They're gonna have to stay on this planet. That's my you know thought process. And then of course when when they were staying when they were going through the montage and all I kept thinking of is. Oh my god! How you know? How are they figuring out what to eat? How are they figuring out how to eat? What? How? How did they get to be on this planet space that somehow rangers. sustains life? Yeah, but it. Yeah, but it, they you decided know. that they could just keep their uh, helmets off. They had no idea what they were going getting into. Keep and their helmets they, off, and then they have to worry about those vine creatures. That's basically yeah, the yeah. only thing that's hunting them. So the the thing about this whole scenario is this seems to be a pretty 
important part of Buzz Lightyear's life. This is when he meets Zerg, who seems to be a very um, important character to his storyline in his life. He meets his best friend and her granddaughter and the space cadets or whatever he's calling them. Right. This, all of these people seem to just, and all of these situations seem to get lost as we do think back to what was Toy Story when Buzz Lightyear showed up. Was he the same thing? He didn't once mention that. Not that I expect there to be exact, you know, I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to explain, but there. No, you wanted more connection. Like there's between, none. Yeah. The, 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 this is so important. It seems he set, he built a planet. He built right. a, a sustainable life planet for a group of people <laughs> over a hundred years time. Yeah, and they kind of gloss over how like well that hyperspeed. Yes. He learned how to do hyperspeed. He learned right. how to use that system in the um, spaceship. The thing that that the control panel. He's got this like robotic cat thing, which seems to be very important to this story because he <laughs> basically is like knows how to run the ship. None of these people or or opportunities that happened are examples are ever brought up in any of the Toy Story. It just makes this so obsolete yeah it makes it very removed and and it feels that way because of that i think well it, it gives you the same feeling too like when people wa- you know you watch new star wars is a comparison because it's space and also new, new stuff later on when you watch something and it contradicts or recontextualizes or you know it's just it's just a continuity error to old stuff that you like and then you're like oh great now this new thing is ruining the old thing and some people say like oh you're not it's not ruined you can always go back to the old ones and like and i, I i'm kind of in between where i'm like true you can but now that the thing exists and that is like canon like that's that's that is what is like well, there they is took you know the- they took the really great care to create a storyline in Toy Story 2 of where Woody came from and Jesse and Bullseye and the Prospector. That was the whole movie. They came in with a purpose, and that's exactly what Andy used them as in, the, in their purpose. And they, they followed that purpose. Like, um, not Woody necessarily, because he didn't know he came from that background. But the other characters, that was their whole, that was their whole personality, was what they were, what they, grew up as in quotes you know buzz grew up in this world and it's like not there anymore yeah and like you look at and that's another thing like the toy story franchise i know nicole you don't like four i think you like you like four right okay or like you're or i don't know i don't remember what your opinions were for yeah and what about three uh i didn't like the ones with lots of bear or whatever that one was that was that's number three okay yeah yeah, one. Well, yeah, basically, Toy Story. The Toy Story franchise is universally acclaimed and loved, and like most people would say, they're all. I I'm one of them. I think all four are excellent. I think they're all top tier Pixar. I would put all four in the top half. And so it's their flagship franchise. It's their best right. stuff. And like, and you come forward with this. I mean, I know it's not a toy, but like, it, it needs to be that quality. It needs to I, be yes. like, if you're gonna pull out. Light year. That's your second guy ever. Like you had Woody and you had then you had Buzz. Like this is like one of your most important people. It and, totally um, needed to be stronger. It needed to be. It needed so to much be stronger. excellent. Unfortunately, yeah. like they sh- if they wanted to test out these waters because they haven't done anything like this. They haven't done like uh they haven't done a spinoff like big movie. I guess Finding Dory you could kind of call. Um, but even but Dory is such a big. And that's still a sequel. That's not really a spit. Like this is uncharted waters. You pick uh, if you're trying to test this. You pick a smaller, less beloved character from a still good movie, maybe. Um, but it's it's it doesn't. It just doesn't hold up to the others, and that makes it look so much worse in comparison. I'm sure if this were not Lightyear, but some other generic space animated movie, it'd be it'd be all right. Like it wouldn't be or amazing, but it would be fine. Labeled what they labeled it. They. They really shot themselves in the foot. They labeled really it, did it. I think you're right. I think they labeled it wrong. And, and also, this made me think that Buzz Lightyear is not all that interesting, honestly. Like, <laughs> okay. Definitely I, not I have this. said that forever, though. Uh, Buzz Lightyear is, an, is, not, is a one. 
He's a one note character. character. Yeah. And that's what but what 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 makes the Toy Story the four Toy Story movies so incredible is that they make a one note character arc in all four movies yes. with the same arc and it's still good. Like yes. I made the Jurassic Park uh, critique the other week where like they got six movies and they each each time I do it to tell the same story and they do it worse. Buzz is the the story of Buzz is I think I'm spaceman but I'm actually toy and I take mm-hmm. things very seriously but I am silly and that's perfectly executed in the first movie and then the second sto- movie what do you do you turn it on its head you have utility belt Buzz oh I must have been right. so annoying in the first movie and you have to literally fight yourself. Cool, good right. way to do that. Third one, he becomes Spanish-speaking Buzz, which is a little <laughs> more slapsticky and silly, but at least the jokes are good. And then he gets his uh, he gets his Jesse kiss, so that's nice. And then even in the and in the fourth one, he's less the fish out of water, but more like having to assume a role that he's never had to assume, which is kind of the leader of the group. And he has tearful goodbye with Woody. He has good moments in all of them, while still sticking true to that bumble that bumbling takes himself too seriously fish out of water character. And I think for the most part, he still is that in this movie where he not maybe not so bumbling because he's a toy but like more like his attitude and self-seriousness but he's still but it's 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 not bringing anything like i'm not bringing any, i'm not getting anything a whole lot new with buzz as a guy because we already know we've we've seen him arc in every way that you could possibly take this character he's reached his logical conclusion yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right well- zerg let's talk about zerg um <sighs> Okay. So Zerg is instead of his father, which is from the second one, which is a clear reference to uh, no, I am your father. Star Wars Star again, Wars. Darth Vader, yep. Luke. Yeah, and it's even done when it's shot the same kind of way. It's right. very obvious. They even have a little joke at the end. I'm gonna go play catch with my dad because they make the bu- utility belt buzz <laughs> and Zerg make up and he shoots the little balls and they play catch because Toy Story Two is the best Pixar movie. And in this one. <laughs> Zerg is future Buzz. Buzz has well, somehow, he's, yeah, he's sort of. Well, he's not really future. He's somewhere in the middle. Buzz, it's like no, like normal growing aged Buzz. He's like so Buzz third, in, three quarters of the way through all of these around the sun situations. Buzz Zerg is a very old Buzz, and he has deter- He has unlocked time travel, but he didn't have the power source. And so he's got, or something, he, he's gone back to get old Buzz. He's gone, I don't know exactly. Zerg is, Zerg is an old Buzz who has time travel capabilities and all he needs is that power source, the light speed power source. He knows that Buzz has it. Right. The Buzz that we're going along with. And the old Buzz is Buzz if he had never realized I need other people and, and uh, No Man is an Island. That's the whole point of the movie, No Man is an Island. And right. the, this guy, he's become selfish and he's more obsessed with his mission and and um, than the actual consequences of what he's doing. The undoing of time. Um, because it'll hurt all his new friends. Buzz doesn't want that. Good Buzz. Our Buzz. Right. Um, so, what do we think of this? Why? 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 What do you think? What are we doing? Zerg. This blows up all of it. This blows it up. Like, it blows up canon. And I don't know how they thought that that was going to be okay when they wrote In this this. day and age, especially. Yeah. I mean, they've already... I mean, I'm assuming the people who had made this movie, who wrote it and all of that, had seen the most recent star wars situations and how fandom reacts to things and even things like even you know dc batman that kind of stuff and um this is the path that they chose to take when they could have easily chosen another path i think yeah they did they wrote themselves into all these corners they They didn't have to do any of this they could have done this a million ways they could have not made it there's so many choices they could have made to not not do this <laughs> not like <laughs> no, I, I don't even well like, that's that's kind of the, a big question that i have is like why why did they do this why 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 do you know nicole i <laughs> i think <laughs> do you that, know why they did this nicole i think that this i think that this movie was a huge mistake I think that <laughs> Zerg in particular was the worst mistake they could have made because I mean, you've hit the nail on the head. Like we, um, 
in the, the the I don't know twenty five and older crowd. Whoever watched this as as a younger person, you know, we don't like we remember the story of what it is, and then right. you're gonna we're gonna watch this now. Hope hopefully finding some um, nostalgia of it, but then you throw this curveball that doesn't make any sense, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not. I know that's not what the story is, and. It was never brought to our attention before that he had this problem with himself time traveling and what what is going on. And now you've lost me as a viewer because I'm stuck trying to get figure out how we got here. It, it, it was really I feel like they they looked past it accidentally. Someone made this story and so and the other person that was supposed to be editing it said, hey, wait, wasn't Zerg his dad? <laughs> they, how they, does someone... like John Lasseter let this happen? Someone well, that was supposed Lester's to bring that up was, because yeah, was is, it off uh, that day? <laughs> no, he well, he's off forever. He he was not. He's not been with Pixar for a few years. He uh, no, but I feel like this has probably been in the you know this has probably been in the hopper for a while. So, um, maybe I think I can or are they trying to reinvent? Them. Are they trying to reinvent the story and and start Buzz Lightyear off anew, and we'll get more of these adventures that he does? Like, what is it? Well, it looks I mean, like so after co- after co-directing Finding Dory, Angus McLean, the director of this, who co-directed Finding Dory with Andrew Stanton, who's I would call Andrew Stanton and Pete Doctor like the co new yeah. the co new Lassiters. Like they're they're that's true. Stanton did the Nemo Finding Nemo and um uh what did the uh, the other guy do? can't remember they, they've both been there the whole like a very long time and they've yeah made they the picked up the mantle the basically part. from yeah do- oh doctor made inside out yeah, yeah and a couple other ones um but they're like the co-leads now and angus mclean apparently pitched this idea after making um after co-making finding dory so it's, it's, it hasn't really been making i mean it's been around for i guess five or six years now uh, that's a idea. lot I think that's uh, yeah, a lot. but like they, they all they all get kicked around this long. There's probably stuff that's been like I think uh, I think Luca was on the shelf for like ten years or something, or and like uh, like they, they they've been they they're always kicking stuff around until they think it's perfect, which is what's shocking right. about. Yeah, but you have, to- you have if only Story- you didn't. You have Toy Story four that happened in in you know in that time frame, so you're still you know you're still playing with the original universe and. How people didn't, I have a hard time believing this was overlooked. I mean, how, do they just don't, was it, is it lazy? Is this lazy? Or are we supposed uh, to I, just forget it? You know? I, you know who's to blame is the is the MCU. That's who's to blame in all this. Because <laughs> before, <laughs> before the MCU, before Avengers, the first Avengers, not the Sounds first like Avengers, the first Avengers. Before the first Avengers movie, there was no continuity in stuff. Things just happened, and then stuff happened That's in the next movie. That's not true at all. That is a hot, the, uh, this this world buildingness Toy that goes Story beyond. Toy Story was the, a world building. Yeah, we just talked about at, this. You're using the example. You're throwing Toy the Story, example you just when gave. Avenger, when Avengers you just said came out, a there were continuity storyline of how Buzz Lightyear has transformed yeah. into a. When Avengers a came character. out, there were. Two Toy Story movies. Two. There are five. There are now five now, including Lightyear. This is now a, a world. This is now... There's now extra stuff going on. And every time you Only add a piece... Only two, two Toy Stories came out before Avengers? Pretty sure. Pretty sure three came out after the first Avengers movie. Um, or they might have been around the same year. I don't know. They're, they're, it's it's it, no more than three, it's but close. I'm pretty sure only two. Yeah. Point, point being... Yeah. MCU I mean, Pitch made, Perfect make... has continuity in it through the three. <laughs> I mean, first, first all, they're would... in the college. Next, they're teaching the fucking songs, dude. Okay, it's, it's not hard to have continuity. It's not as hard to have continuity. That's the MCU. It's not as hard to have continuity in this in the acapella singing world when you're dealing with world <laughs> worlds and things Whatever. and a million characters and creatures and all kinds of stuff. Things need to be co- continuity, and they weren't. Th- that is not always the case. Things didn't used to always. There was not always continuity in things, and even yeah. MCU is eating their own tail now. Wait uh, with, a minute. Wait a minute. Let's go back to 1977 and talk about Star Wars. I mean. That is a that's a universe that was built. You can't blame this on right, the yeah. MCU. 
I can. So, so seven. Well, I'm so sure a trilogy. you can, but that's. Oh, not... it's easy. It's very easy. There's three Star Wars movies that come out in 77, 80, 83. They all are pretty solid together. A couple continuities, a couple missed things here and there. I mean, you wouldn't even have. An, but an Darth Vader's always the dad in every fucking one of them, right? <laughs> well, he's not in the first Vader. one. I mean, he's not really like they, they like no well, one knows. Well, we find out that he is right. Right. Then 1999 so, comes around. Phantom heck? Menace comes out. That had you're telling me C3PO be, or was built by the guy who would become Darth Vader? That's con- that's that's canon. Like that is like stu- earth-shatteringly stupid kind of stuff that if it came out today <laughs> would be roasted. I know the prequels have been roasted for millions of reasons beyond continuity, but my point being is that continuity was not king as it is now. Now everyone wants all their stories tied together in neat little bows. Every every show and t- movie and thing to all tie together. And while it well, is that's narratively about building satisfying, the, an empire that's about building a a world that people want to invest in. People I know that's why Harry Avengers ruined Avengers gave because us because each Harry Potter movie has to do with the one before it. I'm not going to watch Harry Potter if it's six different stupid things. They all have to have an end conclusion. Yes, but <laughs> my point my point is forever movies and storytelling we were smoking swag weed and then Avengers shot us with high grade morphine heroin and now we're we're you chasing the dragon. What are you what are you doing? <laughs> It was too. Now, we now we, we're we didn't out realize. On fentanyl. Yeah, what we are strung out on continuity. We need things to I work in the. Yeah, I'm working on it. We're strung. We're strung out on continuity. Where th- I just want, finished watching the Obi Wan show, an enjoyable, fun show. I like most of it. Uh, there's some stuff I really hate in it, but not spoil there's the tons of episode. I will not spoil any of it, but I there's con- it. there is some continuity error questioning things in that, and not that Star Wars is any. Uh, knock to that but like it 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 hurts every time i see continuity errors i'm like ah just tight you couldn't tighten that up but this is you're blaming okay when you blame somebody that does something so well i don't think that's a blame i think it's a it's it is a blame it's not a blame it's a standard standard that other people can't read this is why i use the heroin situation you ask heroin addict that that first heroin hit felt like they're like it was the fucking best thing in my life it was so good it ruined my life that's what that's what that's what MCU did. It was their continuity and world building was so good off the bat, and and I kept feel it going like for you're so really long. Contradicting yourself yeah. here, but that's like I a user a... problem, not a yeah. actual. We are the users. We are users. We are upset because it's not because it's uh, this is no this is this is a, a an old thing that wouldn't that doesn't fly now. The continuity, okay. right? Is my point. Well, see, I Brandon. think you guys might be more exep- upset about Zerg than I am. I'm more upset about the fact that I don't think this was the best. I don't think the premise of it was the best storytelling. I think the story itself, and and uh, I, I mean, I was going to say this for the end, but I think this. If I didn't have anything else, I would have liked this movie so much better. If I wasn't trying to you know make connect the dots and and make that's it make your sense. point you're, you're saying my point if this were a standalone movie i would like it more but because it's part of something bigger that's better and doesn't is yeah, not cohesive I, I, with it i don't disagree that's the with problem. you i disagree with the fact that it's the mcu's problem that they're the ones who created this but it's their not, problem it's their fault okay you know we wouldn't care so much about continuity if someone game? didn't do it we wouldn't care so much about continuity if it wasn't done so well for so long that's what i'm saying I have a question. Bring it. What did everyone think about Chris Evans being Buzz Lightyear? I thought it sounded just like Tim Allen. It was a good voice. I mean, it was a, a little... I, I could tell it was a little different, but, I mean, that works because... Is the toy actor usually the guy in the thing? Probably not. So, I thought right. it worked fine. I think it was great. I think it gave, actually, some sort of solid ground that the character needed. Because Buzz Lightyear, the toy because he's a toy, I think, is a little goofier, is a little uh, more playful. Whereas, you know, this guy is a space ranger, you know, so I think there has to be, he definitely lent a bit of a, you know, more gravitas toward it. And I think the voice, his voice is like that. I think Tim Tim Allen's is perfect for Buzz Lightyear the toy, because it has this sort of like, I'm a space ranger, you know, kind of this up and down kind of, kind of, kind of more shatnery, a little bit, and just having inflection and being more um, playful because it's a toy. Um, but I think this is a character, and this is and and 
and the same with the other, you know, the the other characters, particularly Hawthorne. Um, they came off as being, you know, real people in 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 a space age world. They they came off as being real space rangers. So um, yeah, I I thought it was great. Cool. Hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay, tell us about. I, I mean, what's how's it end? Yeah, I mean, he beats he beat defeats Zerg, and he learns right. the friends are helpful. They land the ship, even yes. though it's on fire. The commander's like, oh, "I'm gonna reprimand you, but actually, but actually not. I'm gonna let you pick your <laughs> own squad from our elite squadron, and you're gonna make a new space ranger corps." And then he's like, "I got my rangers right here." And he looks at his misfit band. They all put the suits on. They're all gonna fly off to more adventures in the stars. The new ragtag group led by buzz so yeah what happened in these end credit scenes oh, okay that you mentioned and nicole um, patient enough to stay for <laughs> well it's a i i knew you wouldn't actually because one one happens shortly it's more to like an early mid early credit scene and then the other two are literally at the end after the castle kind of things uh it was a That's long pretty time far. Yeah, they had already cleaned the theater, and the guy looked at me like, why are you here? Um, so the first one, did you see the first one at all? Mm-mm. Oh, the, okay, the first one's easy. It's Derek. Do you remember Derek? Yeah, he's Eric, but with a D and the <laughs> drawn in front. <laughs> Actually, I think that's hilarious. I love that. Um, that got a chuckle out of me. <laughs> yeah, and it's him still trying to like GPS the hell out of wherever they're going. Uh, oh, so, he's still trying to get yeah, it. <laughs> he's still trying to get them wherever they're going, and they've clearly been there that's and back, good. and etc. Uh, the second, I one, totally forgot about him. Actually, that is a, that is that's pretty good. No, it that's was really good. it was good. Yeah, um, you know what they should have done though, so that everyone could enjoy that. I mean, I'm sure some people stayed to the end, but like middle of a big action sequence where he's fighting yeah. Zerg, and you <laughs> yes. cut back to that for two seconds, and then you cut right, back to the and he's still sequence. doing it. Yeah. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah, but they, I mean, that's fine too. End of the movie, whatever. Um, All right, what are the, uh, what else happened? I'm trying happened? to remember what the second one was. I I'm reading here there's one about Zerg. So the third one, it felt very, this felt very MCU. Um, it felt very Avengers, fine, I'll do it myself kind of situation. Uh, we hmm. see, because at the end of the movie, Zerg is uh, blasted into space, right? So. Uh, we see the very last end credit scene is we see Zerg floating in space, a la Princess Leia, and um, all the Star Wars. All of a sudden, his eyes open. So, does Zerg return? I mean, this movie's got to make its money back. It's a $200 million budget, and it's sitting at yeah. 153 at the box office after yeah, two weekends not- as of this recording. Yeah, and it's going to have trouble in the Asian market because they're not going to play it. So, without right. censoring it, um, I think maybe what we're going to be maybe this was actually just a springboard. This is what I thought afterwards. Like this is a springboard for Zerg. Like maybe we're going to have a big old Zerg movie. Um, I don't know. I don't know if, Has if at this point Pixar ever had it. a villain as the core character. No, but I, w- I bring myself to a comment that I've made twice during this. It's like, why did Pixar make this movie? Like the the it seems, it seems uh like they, I don't they didn't trust the storytelling. Um, they didn't really. There wasn't usually with Pixar, especially lately. There's things that we talk about animation style that are that you know maybe there's something new that they've been, uh, you know, playing with and. I got really irritated because everything during the movie is fine. And then all of a sudden Buzz is standing someplace and I can see his hair is starting to wave. And I'm like, are they trying to tell me that that's what they invented for this movie? Like it's the hair, which we've already talked about ad nauseum for other movies that they've already done that. I was trying to figure out, I couldn't, I couldn't come to the conclusion that they had done anything super interesting in this movie with the exception of pushing the envelope for having a gay animated character. That's it. I can't think of I mean, what else. I, well, yeah, but is that is is that what it is? Is this a sacrificial movie? Because they know, they know that's not going to fly in one of their biggest markets. 
So is well. This is their first return to theaters in four movies. This I do not think this is sacrificial. I think if it was sacrificial, they would have picked you know one of their other entries. Maybe probably Turning Red would have been an obvious. Uh, well, no, I think they're making a pick. statement. I think that that's what this this is. A, this is a statement movie that maybe it they they knew straight up it wasn't meant to be a money maker. It was meant to start the talk and and have people. You know, have people talk about it and bring it to the forefront. I mean, this is what we're talking about in real life. You know, should the the laws about you know what what should we te- be teaching kids or what do they think we're we're that you know people are teaching them uh, in kindergarten through second grade or fourth grade or whatever. Um, this is all very you know it's very reflective of what is going on today another reason it wouldn't come out in 1995 although i would push back on saying they would ever purposely not make a bunch of money like i'm sure they wanted this to be good and uh it it is what it is i mean it's not i think i don't i feel bad shit i didn't have a bad time watching most of it except when i thought about anything else related to pixar and i'm like yeah it kind of kind of dampers the rest of the universe that i really liked but um you know i just i'm 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 perplexed with this. I really am. I'm just, I, and, and it has nothing to do with my thought process about it. Cause I don't, you know, I think in 1995, this wouldn't have been part of a movie, like for, especially a movie that's uh, marketed to kids. So th- it, it, that's part of the problematic piece of it is that this, it just, and that it doesn't, it's not a genuine, thing and so i'm trying to figure out why why they what is the motivation behind this nicole closing thoughts um these are all great questions and wish i had the answers to those come on nicole you're the smart one i appreciate that however i know the answer it was boring Well, is that right? No, I didn't think it was boring. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was boring. Just that part that I said earlier, but I I enjoyed the rest for the time being. But if I had to rank this, I said yeah. to Brennan that it was right above the three cars movies. Oh, which is damning praise. It is what about Monsters <laughs> University, Incredibles two. Um, I've, I oh, this is not as good as Incredibles ranking. two. I don't know about Monsters U, but I did not like I mean, this. I'm... I thought it was I thought it was not well thought out enough to. I don't know why they thought they could get one past us. Like it's <laughs> it, it just feels right. like it was careless. Get one past. Us. Well, and did you? Why asked you? So I, I meant to mention earlier too. Did you, you know? Part of the charm of Pixar has been from the very beginning that it has. There's pieces of it that are really kid-oriented, and then there are pieces of it that are so much for the adult watching the movie. I didn't know what that was in this movie. I didn't know no. what part was for the kids. I didn't know what part was for the adults. There were kids in my theater. The only time there was laughing is when one of the kids was the one of the kids in the theater was just had a fart session. And there was so much giggling associated with that, but they weren't laughing at anything in the movie. There is no they way didn't... that the children were paying attention to that movie. There's not a chance. Some of the stuff they were saying, Ooh. oh, we're activating hyperspeed into the da 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 blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, if I was like a five-year-old in here, I would have no fucking clue what words these are. <laughs> or a 29-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking to Brennan the rest of the night, I've decided as well. <laughs> Come on, he's just jabbing his jizz. No, friendly yes. jabs. You've jabbed what? You've jabbed too much today. Too many jabs. So is that an is and I as I asked you, I was like, because you said worst next to car, only above cars. And I was like, turning red. You didn't like turning red like at all, and you were yeah. like, oh, definitely turning red. This was worse like than that. turning red, or better than turning red. I don't remember that I said I didn't like that. Turning we red, did. you did not. We we, we did yeah. not like that. Oh, there was. Well, I feel like I would watch it. that one again to remember why I didn't like it, as opposed to watch this one where I thought it was okay. 
Well, that's what you told me. You said you said it was. You said turning red. You, you'd rather watch again, or you said turning oh, red okay. was better, or whatever. I don't remember exactly. But I remember you not liking turning red that much. Yes. Like I, I don't think you recommended that. So like, yeah, that was good. Well, so this one's so, the list too. So mm. it's a no recommend from Nicole. I'm okay, recommending Lightyear. I'm recommending Lightyear because most people are not going to have the issues I have. Like they're not going to go into it with all of this baggage, and it's then. And I think that I would have enjoyed it much more if I also did not have my baggage. I should have just dropped it at the door before I walked in. So, yeah, I'm recommending Lightyear. I think it's, I, I think it's fun. I think Socks is just they were smart. Socks is like great. Socks too. Yeah. Without Socks, I don't know. It would be kind of I don't know. Like if they didn't have a or if Socks was bad. Imagine if Socks was annoying and then oh this yeah, Every, if everything but else was the same, he and was Socks so jokes good. didn't land. Oh, he Sox was. was I wouldn't say so good, but he was. He was more than good no. enough. He was. He was solid. Some good stuff. Uh, yeah, I hundred percent with all okay as far as like how I would describe this recommendation. You you can just take a family to see it, and everyone's gonna be fine. Like. But like, yeah, I don't think the kids are gonna uproariously ro- laugh. But I think I don't think they'll be bored. I think they'll be moderately entertained by the funny stuff and the yeah. space stuff people kids like. And you know, that's just in general. I think that'll that'll work for most. I just uh, got and then, an advertisement like, on Amazon for this movie, and the very first thing that is listed to buy is a um, stuffed socks uh, animal. Need, there you one. go. I need it. They're already I need it. it. No, you don't really need it. It's because it's not. It's it's a reminder because because for you're not going to need it because it's pre pre order for September 25th, and by that time you'll forget this movie existed. So, oh, <sighs> see, they're they're holding up to the, the movie thing. All the toys were sold out. All that they had was Buzz Lightyear. Although in Toy Story 2, they say <laughs> there were no Buzz Lightyears because the, they were not ready for the demand. And uh, so whatever. I don't want to talk about Toy Story nope, anymore. Don't it's too do that. To, to bring into don't this. do it. Uh, I, I did take something away from this, and that's the final thing. And I, I, I saw like a review headline. I didn't read the whole thing, but I saw it. And I was like, that kind of captures my feelings, too, is that this movie is, uh, other than Buzz saying, no man's an island, you know, you need friends, you need help. It's also, you can never go home. You can't go back. Mm-hmm. You can't undo right. the past, because that's what old Buzz wants to do. You can't go back and re and undo everything. He can't take back the time he missed with his friend Hawthorne and all the other people on that, on the planet, uh, because he, you know, was stuck in this thing. He can only go forward with the people he has now. Right. I have to say that this is where I'm at with Pixar is they're, they're not, they're no longer, I can, I can confidently say they're no longer the unstoppable behemoth making only a plus movies. They only, they still, in my opinion, have never made a bad movie flat out. Like, I don't like, this is just not a good, well put together thing at all. And still haven't reached that low, but, uh, I, I have felt a slump more, more weaknesses, more generic stuff than what yes. I expect from them. Yes. Uh, I wish John Lasseter was not such a creep in real life. I wish he could keep, uh, keep his <laughs> shit together so that he could continue to run this company as a deceit fit because, uh, I think Doctor and Stanton have let it slip a little in the past couple years. Um, I still love Toy Story 4, which is fairly new. I still love Soul, but, yep. um, and Coco. Coco. I'm trying Coco. to think of those three. Those three are, stand head and shoulders above the rest for me when it comes to the 2010s and 2020s now of Pixar stuff. So uh, I, I, I am. I have new set expectations. I have. I can't go home. Can't go back to the originals. Ooh. You can only go forward. So I Need hope. Go, I guess we're just gonna have to stop watching movies from here on out and just. That is not the point of this conversation. We're George. now announcing our our new food podcast that we're yes. going to be having. Yes, based on peanut. Butter. I've I've always often pitched the Nicole Plain complains about everything podcast because that's <laughs> that's endless. <laughs> no, Dude, it'll be you like are digging boring. Your fucking grave tonight. I swear. What are you doing? I tell you this all the time, but I mean it again. I was like, I could give you a topic or something you don't like, and you could just like <laughs> right now. It, it would be about you, and you <laughs> would be number one. The first episode is this fucking episode. No, it's the upcoming. <laughs> Why I don't like Brennan. This is the crossover episode. Right. This is going to set the pace of the whole thing. So you better get it right. <laughs> Genius. Mixed reviews on Lightyear, so that is Lightyear. Are you recommending Lightyear. it, Brennan? 
I recommended it. Yeah, I, I recommend it like you recommend it. Where like okay. if you don't if you don't care about Pixar like we care, or at least I care. Like I fucking care about Pixar, man. I do. I do, I do care God about dang it. it. I do care way, way more than you're oh, supposed to. Oh, uh, It's harder for that, but like I can't say it's a bad movie. It's a fine. It's a fine, well put together. Some laughs, some action, space movie. Like it's it's solid. There's no there's no there's no movie reasons why it's wrong. It's just in the larger context, it is a misfit, and not in the fun way that it usually is with Pixar mix, misfits. Uh, Films with the women of my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore Podhost, and you can email the show Films with the Women at gmail.com for recommendations, suggestions, any other reaching out things you want to do. And uh, we are going to keep in the theaters, on the streaming, a couple of host picks like we always do. And that's 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 it. We were running along. Thank you guys for being <laughs> on for Lightyear. See ya. Boop, 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 boop. To infinity and beyond. So. Doesn't sound like I might. It sounds like I might not see you. Until uh, next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.